Hello, I'm Minister Roxy, and welcome back to Episode 3 of The Study. Today's message is entitled, In the Middle. I will be reading from Joshua chapter 4, verses 1 through 11, from the NIV version of the Bible. And it came to pass, when all the people had completely crossed over the Jordan, that the Lord spoke to Joshua, saying, Take for yourselves twelve men from the people, one man from every tribe, and command them, saying, Take for yourselves twelve stones from here, out of the middle of the Jordan, from the place where the priest's feet stood firm. You shall carry them over with you and leave them in the lodging place where you lodge tonight. Then Joshua called the twelve men who had he had appointed from the children of Israel, one man from every tribe. And Joshua said to them, Cross over before the ark of the Lord your God into the middle of the Jordan, and each one of you take up a stone on his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, that this may be a sign among you when your children ask in time to come, saying, What do these stones mean? Then you shall answer them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it crossed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. And these stones shall be for a memorial to the children of Israel forever. And the children of Israel did so, just as Joshua commanded, and took up twelve stones from the middle of the Jordan, as the Lord had spoken to Joshua, according to the numbers of the tribes of the children of Israel, and carried them over with them to the place where they lodged and laid them down there. Then Joshua set up twelve stones in the middle of the Jordan, in the place where the feet of the priest who bore the Ark of the Covenant stood, and they are there to this day. So the priest who bore the Ark stood in the middle of the Jordan until everything was finished that the Lord had commanded Joshua to speak to the people, according to all that Moses had commanded Joshua. And the people hurried and crossed over. Then it came to pass, when all the people had completely crossed over, that the ark of the Lord and the priest crossed over in the presence of the people. Chapter 4 in the book of Joshua picks up the story of the Israelites after Moses' death and after the Lord has declared that everyone 20 years of age and older would not see the promised land because they had doubted him and because they had murmured and complained so much while they were in the desert. This is the generation where I like to say they were in the stagnant place. The promised land they had heard so much about was in sight. They could see it. It was obtainable. It was tangible. It was in reach. But between them and the promise, the Bible says, was a raging river. The Jordan River was overflowing the banks. It was uncrossable. The river represents for us today our reality. We've been waiting so long for what we have desired to manifest. You know, we might have went to school. We might have done our work. We might have did whatever we had to do. It's obtainable. It's tangible. It's within reach. But it hasn't manifested yet. We've been in that stagnant place. And it's in that stagnant place that we're tired of being in. So were the children of Israel. The Jordan River for the Israelites was literal. However, the Jordan River for us today, it's allegorical. 
It's our reality. Our river is fear. In the middle of a pandemic, our river is flowing with free fear. Our river is flowing with uncertainty. Our river is flowing with a bunch of what ifs. Our river is flowing with naysayers or liars or we don't know who to believe. Our river is our reality. COVID-19 is real. Bills that are due, they're real. That doctor's report you received, it's real. The courtroom, it's real. Your bank balance is real. Reality touches you. Reality affects you. Reality is a real life experience, not a biblical story, and it's not a biblical context. Our realities are the rushing rivers of undercurrents that drag us down when we didn't even see it coming. Our reality is like frothy waves of water crushing our hopes against hidden stones under the water that we didn't see, that we didn't know were there, that wounded our souls and broke our spirits. That reality river has been impassable for so long that now we've just settled for looking at it. We just settled for looking at the promise on the other side because if we're honest, we have no idea how to get there. So here are the Israelites standing on the bank of the River Jordan. Behind them are the memories of the funerals of the family members that died while they were in the desert. Behind them are the horrific stories of slavery. Behind them are the consequences of doubt. Behind them are the outcomes of disobedience. But today, today, They've been told to consecrate themselves because it's the day the Lord is going to deliver. It's the day God is going to show them how to get to the promise. It's the day that where they've heard year after year after year of this promised land of milk and honey, it has finally arrived. It's there. It's the day the Lord is going to do amazing things for them. And it's the same message For the church today, Jesus is saying, I've placed purpose within each of you. It's only through that God ordained purpose that you can produce in spite of. Some people pursue purpose without him and die empty. Some people have produced yet don't understand why they still feel empty. Proverbs 19.21 says, many are the plans of man, but it's the Lord's purpose for him that will stand. I like to call that purpose the oomph in your belly. I had a conversation with a young lady once and we were discussing purpose. And she was sharing with me that she was in that stagnant place. And so I asked her, well, what is your oomph? And I'm asking you, listener. What is your oomph? What has been in you to do all your life? Your oomph is not necessarily what you went to school to do. Your oomph is not what you're going back to school to learn to do. Your oomph may not even be what you're currently doing. Your oomph 
is why you dread going to work every day because it just pays your bills. It doesn't fulfill your purpose. It's your stagnant oomph that keeps you going from job to job, from place to place, from relationship to relationship, from church to church, because you don't know how to address the oomph. You try to produce, but you're stagnant. In your stagnation, you become frustrated. And in your frustration, you become impatient. And I've discovered that being impatient is a dangerous place to be because when you're trying to produce in spite of, impatience steps in. It's a dangerous place to be because it's easy to step out of God's will and into your own will. It's a dangerous place to be because it's easy to appease the appetite instead of completing the assignment. Think back. Whatever has been nagging in your spirit, that's your purpose. That's your oomph. That's your God-given purpose to pursue despite everything else. Despite or in spite. That's your oomph. The hardest thing to do when you must produce in spite of your oomph is just starting. When you have to go to work to feed the family and it's not your oomph, it's just starting the oomph. When you have to step out on faith to do what you want to do and it is scary and you are fearful and you don't know how, but you have to start, that's your oomph. The Israelites were stagnant. Their stagnation cost them a generation. God told Joshua to have the Levitical priests carry the Ark of the Covenant before the people. They were to put it on their shoulders so that all the people could see the promise ahead of them. Then with a step of faith, they stepped into the river. The Bible says when their feet touched the water, the river stopped flowing and then it backed up on both sides and revealed all the stones on the bottom of that river as they begin to walk across dry land. At the bottom of every raging river in your life, there is dry land. Remember that the Jordan River for us represents reality. The Ark of the Covenant hasn't changed. We still have the promises of God. And my Bible says that all the promises of God are yes and amen. In life, we are to take the promises of God before us and you step into that river of reality. The water will back up for you. The water will stop flowing for you. The hidden stones under the water that could once harm you can no longer hurt you because now you see where they are. And it is so easier, so much easier to sidestep what you can see than what you can't. The waters have rolled back now so you see the stone. You see what you should avoid. You see what you should go around. You see what you should climb over. You see what you should push out your way. You see what you should drag to the left. You see. You see what you should sidestep. You see, oh, wait, 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 maybe I shouldn't marry them. You see, oh, wait, hold up. I almost went into business with them. 
I wait, wait, wait. I almost got caught up in the foolery and the foolishness of this situation. Oh, I almost picked up a spirit of depression. I almost succumbed to the anger and the bitterness. Oh, wait, 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 wait. When I see this stone, I'm going to choose not to be offended because I see you. I see it. I see that thing. And because now that I can see the stones in my reality river, I can sidestep them on my journey to produce my oomph. So the Lord tells Joshua, pick a man from each of the 12 tribes and they are to pick a stone from the middle of the river. Now, remember, the Levite priests have already gone before the people to the middle of the river. They're standing in the middle of the Jordan with the Ark of the Covenant on their shoulders. Woo. So when I read this text, the term middle, the middle, it kept standing out to me. The middle of the river, the middle of your reality, it's significant because it's the only point in time where you can see where you came from and where you're going to simultaneously. The middle of your reality river is important because it's crucial for your production. It's the only place where you can keep going because you're almost there or you can turn around and go back because you quit. In the middle is the only time the promise of God stands right beside you. See, it's already went ahead of you because the waters parted because the promises went first. And it's behind you because God will always back you up from the rear. So when you're in the middle of the river, right there in the middle is where the promise of God is standing shoulder to shoulder with you, waiting on you to take your next step of faith. In the middle is where God says, see, you had to dodge some of the stones, but because I'm with you and because my promises are beside you right here in the middle is where I want you to stop dodging rocks right here in the middle is where I want you to face your stone. And guess what? Right here in the middle of the river is now where I'm requiring for you to pick them up. God says, pick them up. Joshua began to stack some stones in the middle of the river. Because the promises of God are right beside you, you no longer have to be afraid of the raging water. Yes, the river is all around you, but you are walking on dry land in the middle of your reality. Take those stones that you have picked up and now you begin to stack them. Experiences of God having your back, you can stack that. Experience and memories of God coming through for you, you can stack that. Stack what God is. Stack who he is. Stack what he does. Stack what he said because his promises are beside you. Stack them right now in the middle of your reality. See, those stones were the hidden weights that had been hindering your progress. You are required now to stack them. You stack that low self-esteem. Stack that lack of faith. Stack the fear of the unknown. No longer hang your head in shame behind your past. Stack that stone. No longer do you hide the disappointment behind that fake smile. You stack that stone. No longer are you unsure of your next move. Stack the stone of uncertainty. No longer are you to be frustrated, irritated, agitated, or discombobulated. You are now required to stack the stone in the middle of your reality river.
No longer will you even think about going back. The Bible says that he that puts his hands to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom. Oh, you are very much fit. You just stack your your stones. Look at the promise beside you. Look at the promise before you and know that he's going to bring up your rear. Stack your stone and start to step out on faith. Stop in the middle of your reality and give all the glory and all the praise and all the honor to God. Stop in the middle of your reality and thank Jesus for what he did. Stop in the middle of your reality and remember that the God we serve is sovereign. Stop in the middle of your reality and remember that Jesus Christ shed his blood for your atonement and then gave you the authority of his name to speak to whatever you need to speak to. Say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea. And if you doubt not that it would be moved, stack it, stack it, stack it. Because in the middle of your reality is where you are to stack your stones as a memorial to the covenant and to the promise that God has already given you. Stack your stones in the middle of the reality. Keep pursuing Jesus. Because it's when you are in pursuit of Jesus, your implausible outcomes will face his glorious riches. And I'm sorry, whatever your implausible outcomes are, they cannot stand when they come face to face with Jesus. Keep going. Because you're in the middle of your reality, again, you can rely on what God told you. In the middle of your reality, you are required to produce in spite of. Stack your stones, stack your stones, stack your stones in the middle of life. What I like about it as well, the Israelites crossed over the Jordan River. The Ark of the Covenant went before them. The Ark of the Covenant stood in the middle as they walked by. They stood in the middle of the Jordan as Joshua gave them the instructions that was commanded by Moses. Still in the middle of the drawn up waters. They stood in the middle of what was once unpassable, of what was once uncertain, of what was once was pretty scary. Here they are in the middle on dry land, water on your right and water on your left. And I'm standing in the middle of this reality, receiving my instructions on what I am to do next. I am standing in the middle of this reality. I'm going to stack stones here because here is where I'm going to remember who I am. And here is where I'm going to remember who Jesus is, who is, uh, have, who is taking me forward, who is going to stand beside me, who is never going to let me go. And the Bible says when Joshua finished, they hurried to the other side. But watch this. The waters didn't roll up. They didn't have to hurry. The covenant, the promise kept the waters at bay. The Bible says when all of them crossed, and it was approximately a million people, when all of the children of Israel crossed, the Levites who still had the promise of God on their shoulder, who was still carrying the Ark of the Covenant. The Bible says the waters didn't close until the foot of the last priest stepped onto the bank. Oh my God. When you are in the middle of your reality, 
Stack your stones. Remember who God is. It will not overcome you. It will not take you under. It cannot dash you against hidden stones. The God we serve reveals them. The God we serve says not only sidestep them, stack them. In the middle of your reality, stack your stones. God bless you. If you have enjoyed my podcast, please select to be notified when I post a new one so that you can be sure to hear it. And if you would like to leave a comment or request prayer, please feel free to contact me via my email. My address is Minister Roxy. That's lowercase M-I-N-I-S-T-E-R, Roxy, R-O-X-E-Y, at gmail.com. Again, ministerroxy at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Please share your comments, your thoughts, your prayers. We are in this together. Be blessed in the middle of your reality. Stack your stones. Keep your eye on the promise and go forth in Jesus' name. God bless you.